Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Liftoff with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Oakland McCulloch. How are you doing, Oakland? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing well. And thank you for inviting me for the show. I currently live in Daytona Beach, Florida. Fantastic. It's a pleasure having you on the show. So retired Lieutenant Colonel Oakland McCulloch is an internationally recognized keynote speaker and the author of the 2021 release, Your Leadership Legacy, Becoming the Leader You Were Meant to Be. Both his leadership talks and his book are based on his 50 plus years of leadership experience, 23 years as a combat arms officer in the United States Army. Oakland um, highlights principles that will benefit today's leaders and inspire the leaders of tomorrow in any profession and at any level of leadership. I think your mission to help leaders become the leader you were meant to be, I think it's quite remarkable. So again, very thankful I can talk to you today. Okay. Yeah, well, thank you. That really is my passion at this point in my life. Well, it, your brief passion, so I, can, I totally can sense that. <laughs> so who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Uh, say that again. Who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Yeah, so I, I really don't have an ideal client at this point. I've, I've talked to a wide variety of people, uh, everything from college students to mm -hmm. CEOs of corporations. But I think the biggest challenge today is trust. I, I just don't see a whole lot of trust in the world right now and certainly not in the United States. And mm -hmm. I mean, in every organization at every level. I've, government, military, business, universities. I mean, it doesn't matter. I, I see a, uh, le leaders today have lost, lost the trust with the people that they're supposed to lead. And if you don't have trust, um, you can't lead. It, it just doesn't mm -hmm. work. That's what holds it all together. So why is it so important trust? Because, you know, I know from your background, you've worked internationally also in Kosovo and also in Bosnia, but also were part of uh, Desert Storm. And so what is it about trust uh, that you learn from experience that makes it so important? So people have to understand or have to believe that you actually care about them if you mm. really want to lead them. Now, you know, if you're the boss, somebody's going to do what you tell them to do because you make them do it. But they're not going to do one bit more than they have to if they don't trust you. If they trust you, they will do anything you ask them to do. And not just because you told them to do it, because they want to do it. So you get that little bit of extra effort if they trust you. The other mm -hmm. part, I think, is that I'm a huge believer in servant leadership. And mm -hmm. you can't serve the people you lead if you don't know them. And that's all part of that trust, too. Somebody, somebody, the trust between you and the people you lead grows as you start to know them and they start to know you. And, and then when they understand that you do actually care about them, then that's when the trust really starts to increase. I, 
Yeah, I, I cannot agree more with that, uh, Oak. So it's really, it's really important, especially in these times that we are going through at this moment. And so, I, you know, because we're all human, right? <laughs> Last time I checked. So what are common mistakes, you know, these leaders typically make when trying to solve these issues? Yeah, so I think the biggest mistake that leaders make, and especially young leaders, is micromanaging. Uh, and it's so hard. I mean, I don't care how long you've been a leader and how much you believe in not micromanaging it. You know, when you give somebody a task, a job, and you see them struggling, and you know you could do that job in 30 minutes, it's tough to walk up and say, get out of my, you know, it's tough not to get up, say, get out of my way and let me do that. But you don't do anybody any favors when you do that. You lose trust with people. Mm. And number two is you lose all creativity in your organization because allowing people, other people to do things the way they would do it is what creativity, what increases creativity, allows it to happen. So would that person do something the same way you will do it? Probably not, but who cares? And the analogy I always use is seven plus two is nine. But so is six plus three and five plus four mm. and eight plus one. How do you, how, why do you mm. care how you get to nine as long as you get to nine? <laughs> yeah, I, I love that parallel. So it's a really good example to show us kind of like there are multiple ways to get to the same result. So thank you for Absolutely. that, Oak. <laughs> so if, if, before when I you ask, micromanage uh, people, what, yeah, when you micromanage people, then you, you aren't using their skills, their abilities, and their knowledge. You're only using your own. And that's cheating them and your organization out of a lot of knowledge. Because the people who work for you have a lot of knowledge, probably some of them more than you have. Right. So before I ask Oakland, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Oak, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? So I think the, the number one thing is get to know the people that you have the privilege to lead. And it is a privilege to lead people. It's not a right. It's a privilege. So take advantage of that and get start getting to know people. And and I, th I tell people there's a couple easy ways to do that. Number one, get out from behind your desk. Nobody wants to lead, follow somebody who's leading from behind the desk. They want people out there with them. So I got it. Leaders have to be behind desks sometimes. You got to fill out paperwork. You got to do all those things. But every chance you get, get out from behind your desk and get out and be where the people you're leading are. And there's a couple easy ways to do that. I tell leaders, your goal every day should be to go out and find one person in your organization and find out one new thing about that person, not about mm -hmm. work, something personal, their spouse's name, their kids' names, what sports do their kids play? What's their hobbies? What do they like, don't like? And I had a boss one time who retired a three-star general, and he told me, Oak, never, ever, ever turn down a chance to go get your own cup of coffee. He says, two things happen when you do that. Number one, you build trust because you're showing people that you're no better than they are. You have to go get your own cup of coffee just like they do. And number two, if you're lucky, you got two or three different ways to get to the coffee pot and back to your office. And along the way, you stop and talk to people and you start to get to know them. 
excellent advice <laughs> coming from the best. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. So um, I want to uh, also give you the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that, but also in a broader sense. Yeah, so I have a website um, and it's uh, www.ltcoakmacullah.com. And on there, it has my cell phone number. It has my email address. It has the links to all my social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, X, um, YouTube, uh, where I have some of the video, my videos and some of my, uh, a couple of the podcasts that I've been on. And, uh, and so easy to find me there. The book is on Amazon or there's a link on my website that will take you to that site. Um, so I would love to speak at uh, somebody's event if you want me to come speak just contact me and we'll figure it out <laughs> i love that of course we put everything in the show notes so folks can check it out please check it out this is amazing <laughs> so what's the one question i should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience yeah so i think the, the question i get is what's the one piece of advice i give young men and women because uh over the last 16 years i've had the hand in producing over 550 lieutenants for the United States Army and, and leaders for the country as well, because they get, eventually you're going to leave the army one way or the other, and then they go out in the civilian world. So the one piece of advice I always give young leaders is that as a leader, you are going to make a difference in somebody's life. Every day, make a conscious decision to go out and make a positive difference in at least mm -hmm. one person's life. Imagine how much better the world, imagine how much better your family, your neighborhood, your community, your city, your state, your country would be if everybody there went out and made a difference in one person's life every day. I can imagine that. We're already getting into goosebumps territory, but you know, we need an army of these young leaders. Just imagine what is possible, right? <laughs> yeah. I, and, and one person every day is very doable. I'm not asking you to go find 100 people. One person no. every day make a positive difference. Right. Rightfully said. Fantastic. So this brings me already to my final question for today. Oak, so when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? The last time I experienced what? Goosebumps with your family and why? Yeah. So my mother just turned 80. Um, mm. And so we went up and celebrated her 80th birthday. And we had... It was a, a great weekend. She had her two brothers and her two sisters there. All my two other brothers were there. Had my son and my daughter there. Had our two grandchildren there. Two of our three grandchildren were there. So it was a, a not only a celebration of my mother, who is an amazing woman, but it was also a good family reunion. Got to see people that I, you know, sometimes I only get to see once a year. Um, and so it, it was a good, good weekend and it really, really made you understand the importance of family. And that's what, hmm. that's, that's the most important thing. Yeah, it is definitely indeed. So thank you for highlighting that and the, the value of the family and ha having goosebumps moments with them together. So thank you, Oakland, for this beautiful goosebumps moment. Also, thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. Appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results for you and your loved ones. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.